You're listening to Veg Your Best. There has never been a more important time to be vegan. At Veg Your Best, I want to help you. I want to help you limit and eliminate the consumption of animal products without feeling deprived, overwhelmed, or unsupported, even if no one you know is vegan. My name's Michelle Olander. I'm a life coach. And I know that if I could go vegan in my 50s, with all my excuses, I know you can start moving in that direction too. Veg your best, and there's nothing you can't do. Episode 155, Vegan Systems. Welcome. Welcome, my veg heads. Welcome or welcome back to Veg Your Best podcast. You know, today we're going to talk about systems. Systems, right? That sounds that sounds like a lot of fun. And we're going to talk about why systems are important, not just in your job or in your business or running your home or running some sort of a foundation or group or initiative. Systems are even necessary in your plant-based or your vegan practice because you know, if there's anything you do really well or anything you do consistently or effortlessly or that you keep accomplishing, it's because you've got a system in place for it. And I know sometimes the system can seem invisible. It can seem just obvious to you or the way the way you have to do things. But I guarantee you that if things are going well in some area, You've got a system, and you probably know that uh, that system is not obvious to all of us. There are a lot of areas of my life where systems have not been carefully uh, structured or carefully nurtured, and um, this is this is the year I've been really working on a lot of them, and we're going to be talking about that, I think, probably for the rest of the year, if not longer. So I think you know that if you get yourself to work in the morning or get the kids to school or you show up at the movies you want to see on time, or if you get your teeth cleaned twice a year or pay your rent or your mortgage, you've got some sort of system there, right? If you always have a certain condiment in your fridge, if your hands are typically clean, or if there is a standing order at your favorite lunch spot for you, you've got a system. Maybe you have your car keys in a certain place. Maybe your school sends out a calendar or the dentist gives you an appointment card or texts you a week before your appointment. Maybe you know what time to leave the house to catch the train that you want to take to get to work. Or maybe you charge your electric car overnight so it's ready in the morning. These are examples of systems that we don't even notice most of the time, and we don't give ourselves a pat on the back for having established most of the time. Maybe you eat a salad before pizza, on pizza nights, so that you get a bunch of veggies and fiber in before you start getting full from the pizza. That might just seem normal, but it's a system. Certainly not everybody does it. And sometimes we think that if things are chaotic or things that we want to do are dropping and getting neglected or 
appearing to be impossible, and we start running out of time to read or to buy veggies or to call our parents, sometimes we think it's because we don't have a system. And my personal point of view on that is even then, even then, we actually do have a system. We have systems for things that aren't going that well. (laughs) We have systems for things that aren't going smoothly at all. But those systems are just not, well, they're maybe not just as thought out and intentional as the systems we've got that are working for us. I have two daughters, and they are both moms now, and I always tell them it's always the mother's fault. Well, maybe it's because I grew up with a mom who had so many systems, which mostly pertained to cleaning. Maybe that's why I ended up being such a, a systems phobe. I, I think that I kind of mixed up the idea of systems with hard manicure-destroying work and routines. And I really didn't fancy myself a woman with lots of routines. You know, I fancied myself more of an impromptu, spontaneous, no idea where I'll be eating tonight kind of gal. No idea where I'll be traveling tomorrow. You know, even the idea of being a woman with a skincare routine was completely impossible for me to visualize. So, I used to think that I didn't have systems or that I rejected systems or that I was maybe broken in the systems department. But honestly, I actually did have a system. And most of the time, that system was avoidance. You know, it was just avoiding systematically things that seemed hard or routine or unfun. I might read about what to do. I might watch a video about how to streamline something I wanted to accomplish. I might imagine a way of living that seemed ideal. I often would download a checklist. I so many times printed out chore a day calendars for my kitchen, but it seldom, if ever, was implemented for more than a short period of time. And so for a large, large, ridiculously large part of my life, I was really just winging it. That was my system. I called it reinventing the wheel every morning. And things got done. They did. They got done. But they got done all over the place. And they got done with me being more frazzled and tense and unhappy than I needed to be. And I spent hours of my life that I will never get back deciding very low stakes things like, should I start the laundry now? Maybe I should wait until I figure out what's for dinner. But what if I have to go to the store to get ingredients that we need for dinner? Because then the wet laundry was just going to linger in the washer. And then when the kids are home, I'm not going to have time to hang the clothes before that. And I forgot to even open the mail this morning and pay the bills and blah, 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 blah. My system, my system, it wasn't that I didn't have a system. My system was running from crisis to crisis on a bad day, and on a better day, running from obligation to obligation, and occasionally shoehorning something I thought I really wanted to do, shoehorning it in like uh, maybe read or garden or write or call somebody or go somewhere interesting or study languages or plan an event. Yes, I did do things, but they were not intentionally, carefully planned in any way, in any way. So 
I ended up by shoehorning those those goals I did have or those situations I wanted to take part in, I would eventually uh, feel that I was ignoring something I was obligated to take care of. And that obligation would usually interrupt me (laughs) and I would feel helpless or resentful or guilty sometimes and almost always overwhelmed and inept. So, If something is going well, you probably have a proactive or intentional system. And if something is going not so well, you probably have a system too. But it's an unintentional system, and it's probably on default. It's probably just running. Because unintentional systems are the kind that we most often fuel with things like adrenaline when we're late. Adrenaline when we're about to be fired or thinking we might be, or we're blaming somebody or something or yelling at someone to hurry up and maybe paying late fees for overdue bills or overdue library books. Sometimes our systems are just uh, like buying the simplest thing at the convenience store or eating dinner at the drive-thru or not even asking for something we really want we're not asking for the help we need because, well, what if people aren't helpful? And what maybe it's just better to suck it up and take what we're given than to ask and then be told no. Or to ask and then be questioned when we don't really feel fully prepared to answer the question of why we want that assistance. Or maybe we'll be made fun of. Or what if they ask us? What if they ask us why we even want that? And then they find out how we don't actually really know and we're not prepared to defend it and we're not doing that much with what we already do have and you know how it goes. This summer, I started working with a a coach myself to help me get some parts of my business organized. And that was with Coach Tracy Hoth who went through the same life coaching certification I did and her specialty is in helping life coaches organize their businesses. So, you know, perfect fit. And when I first heard about her and followed her work and her podcast, she shared a quote that I have for years, this quote has for years been stuck on my laptop on a sticky note. Uh, It's a quote from best-selling author James Clear, and I think it might be his most famous quote of many famous quotes. It is, You do not rise to the level of your goals. You fail to the level of your systems. And that's why, if you feel like you aren't making the progress you want on your goals, you don't need to change your goals. You don't need to quit your goals or give up on your goals or figure out a better, more realistic goal. You probably just need better systems. Here's James Clear's quote again. You do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. Now, if you aren't making the progress you want, for example, on your vegan practice or on your intention to eat whole food, plant-based, you don't need to give up those goals. You just don't have the systems in place right now to support them. Many, many of you who listen here every week, many of you have heard me admit to a certain amount of overwhelm this past spring 
with so many moving parts going on in the podcast and in my life at home. And uh, the podcast has been growing. And this summer, in a feeling that it was just unsustainable, the level of spinning plates in my life, I started working on some of my business systems with coach Tracy Hoth. And Tracy's uh, podcast, The Organized Coach, is definitely not just a useful podcast for coaches. And you know, when I said to Tracy that I needed systems, well, that was true. I do. I did. And I do. But when I was talking with her for the first few, you know, minutes, a first couple of times, I realized I do actually have systems. I do. But the systems that have gotten me to 155 consecutive weekly podcast episodes and coaching my clients for three years, those systems have got me mostly showing up for absolute deadlines and usually other people's deadlines. And in the meantime, I kept reinforcing a tendency to ignore my own deadlines, deadlines that didn't actually involve others. And I spent just a lot of my unscheduled time trying to figure out what to do next, what to do next, what to do. Maybe I need to research it. Maybe I need to read it again. Maybe I need to find that paper I printed out. Maybe I need to look here. Maybe I need to look there. So much of my time was spent not knowing what to do. And so I ended up not always doing anything that really moved the needle forward on my business. And turns out, <laughs> turns out that it became really clear to me, but that's what I do exactly with my clients. Because that part I can see easily. At Veg Your Best, we always start by noticing the systems that do exist, even when we don't really like them that much. We always start with what is working. Where is your vegan practice feeling pretty good? What parts are actually kind of easy? What parts are great? What part of your work has you feeling confident? Which relationships are feeling supportive and respectful? Where are the choices that you're making actually creating a life you want to live? Those questions are so valuable. They help indicate the systems that are already there supporting your goals, whether it's your vegan practice, whether it's eating more whole food, plant-based, whether it's starting a new business or studying plant-based nutrition or reading for pleasure or moving more or easing your family into sustainable, environmentally friendly choices when they're a little bit reluctant, wherever it is for you. Now, this summer, when I reached out to work with Tracy Hoth about creating more systems in my business, we did a similar fact-finding, and it, was, it just became so much clearer to me that what I help my clients do is figure out the strategies and the systems that they want to implement to support the lives they want to be living and creating. Now, in general, my clients do come to me talking about their goals. They want to work on goals. Sometimes they're trying to be vegan for ethical reasons or to lessen their carbon footprint. Other times they've got a plant-based protocol that they want to put into practice for their health or that their doctor has suggested that they move towards. 
And some of my clients are already vegan, but they're trying to eat a lot less vegan junk food or they're wrestling with some other aspect of being vegan in a world, well, in a world that isn't vegan. Those include relationships and work and travel. So we do often go ahead and I see that they've set SMART goals. We've talked about those here before. Specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time-bound goals. Um, sometimes there are things like are you wanting, you know, one of my clients wanted to lose a certain number of pounds, say 15 pounds by Thanksgiving and stop eating so much vegan junk food. Uh, someone else wanted to publish blog posts, about 40 blog posts in um, a whole food plant-based website. Uh, other people want to start reading again or read 12 books by the end of the year. I guess there was one I'm just thinking here. Well, she wanted to launch a Substack newsletter, but sometimes people want to launch a podcast like this one or make maybe a YouTube channel and grow it to a certain number of subscribers. But if there is a heaviness around the goal, if the goal is not getting traction, or say it starts out okay but then falls apart, then we tend to forget about the goal. Or it's off and on. That's another indication of a system's failure. Now, if your goal has been stalled, if your goal is starting to feel like, ugh, why am I not making any progress? If you're thinking, maybe I need a coach, or even more likely, you're thinking, what on earth would a coach do that I can't do for myself? I get you. I totally get that feeling. Totally get it. Because goals are awesome and important. And if you're doing that stop and start, stop and start quiet quitting thing with your goals, punting it, dropping it, then starting again or buying a book or a course or thinking maybe, maybe in September when the kids go back to school and it's cooler, maybe in the future I can research the best planner or buy a new computer or maybe after Halloween, maybe after Thanksgiving or the new year. You know, it's normal. It's normal if you see some of that somewhere in your life right now. Normal, and it can get way better. Because we think so often that our results come from our goals. So that if our results are not what we want, then the goal must be the problem. It must be a bad goal. Or the goal must be beyond us. Or at least beyond our capabilities right now. Or maybe it's not a goal we're ever destined to have. But day to day, day to day, the results we are creating have very little to do with the goals that we write down in our brand new journal with a brand new pen. You can set the most clearly articulated, smart, measurable goals in place, and you can still fail to achieve them. And seriously, how often has this happened to me? Because as James Clear's viral quote, which is literally, literally always on a sticky note on my laptop as I record this, our results have everything to do with the systems we put in place to achieve those goals. And I know that you get that about many other goals, uh, goals like finding a place to live or getting your degree or certification goals about throwing a dinner party, but when it's your vegan practice, when it's your whole food plant-based diet or any other 
multi-step sort of lifestyle without a date that's going to be all finished and checked off at, it feels different. Goals are just a target. They're an idea of where you want to be in the future. But your systems are the daily, weekly, monthly processes you put in place to help you achieve them today. You do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. And that's why you do not need better goals or a smarter goal or a better attitude or more motivation. You just need better systems. Now, my business and my podcast are, I mean, they're not brand new, but they're pretty new, about three years now. And I was able to do a lot of it to reach a lot of my goals to begin with by just shoehorning my work into the days and weeks I had already created in my life. And my vegan life started out the same way about 10 years ago. I was shoehorning it in at first, just squeezing it into the life I already had back then when I was, as you've heard me talk about, an excusitarian. I just did the vegan thing when I could figure it out, unless, unless I couldn't figure it out, and then that was my excuse. But along the way, as an excusitarian, I created the systems. Sometimes they were slow, but I created systems that I would need to finally commit to a vegan practice. And some worked really quite well, and others really did not. And that's, that's still kind of true for me. But what's different now is I don't give up. And I don't give in now because I learned so much implementing those systems along the way. And the experience from those systems helped me fine-tune my systems now so that they feel very supportive and clean, even on the rare occasions that I don't get exactly what I want or can't find what I want or I have to go without something. I mean, I don't know about you, but even when I wasn't vegan, I didn't always get what I wanted. So the systems you need for your vegan or your plant-based practice will probably not be exactly the same ones as mine. There is no one way for everyone to go sustainably vegan or plant-based. And as we talked about here a lot, failure is just part of the way we figure these things out. And I know an awful lot of you. I get it. I'm, I was the same way. A lot of you really want to avoid the discomfort of any kind of failure. And you can try doing it, but I do think it means living in a much smaller way. You know, failure is just not just part of it, but it's how we learn. When my kids were little, it was really important in my head to never be late for pickup at school. Never. I just did not want to be the mom that was the last one in the carpool pickup. Really important to me. But on occasions, there were problems, right? Of course, um, three kids going through school. Uh, and what if, what if when I had a problem and I was late or running late, what if I was just feeling so bad about it and blaming people and blaming the traffic and blaming my car and my ADHD and hating myself 
and thinking maybe I'm just not suited to being a mom of school-aged kids. And I really hate, hate, hate messing this up, and I'm going to have to look at the teachers and come in. And what if I just said, you know what? It's just not a good time. And this is just not a good fit for me. I think I'll just give up. This pickup thing, this pickup kids at school thing isn't working for me. You know, they could just sleep at school. Of course, I would never do that, right? Of course, you would never do that. We all would just do what we could. We would get there as soon as we could. Maybe we would call the school. Maybe we'd let them know that they could tell the kids not to worry. Of course, there would be something you could do and just keep on keeping on. Goals sound like best case scenarios. My goal was never to be the mom who was late in the carpool line. Okay, we want what we want. That's fine. But systems are what we do today when things are completely real. Systems are what we create and what we learn in our real life today, in real time. And as much as I love goals to inspire me, unless we've got systems for those goals, they end up just being things we beat ourselves up about. So I'm wondering what you're thinking right now. What exactly is a system that you're pretty sure you need in your life? I bet you already know one thing. I bet something has popped up that you could just do. You know you should do it. You know you want to do it. Maybe even consider thinking what that thing is and just dividing it in half or a quarter. What could you do in that direction? Because right now you're not doing it at all. And I bet you know, I bet you know that one thing that you're not doing, that one thing that you are doing maybe that's getting in the way of the results you want. For example, if your goal, like one of my clients, is to lose 12 pounds uh, by the end of the year, then your system is to first notice what is the current system that's creating the result of no weight loss right now or even weight gain. If your goal is to eat plant-based meals when you're going out with friends or maybe at your mom's house, the first step is to notice what's the system in place that has you eating meat, dairy, eggs, and fish in certain environments when you don't want to. If your goal is to write and publish, oh, I don't know, 40 blog posts before the end of the year, then your job is to notice the system that's currently creating you not writing consistently. Notice that you already have a system. You already have a system that is creating the result that you say you don't want. And this is no time for blame. This is just an investigation because we all do this. I don't do it with my vegan practice anymore, but you can ask Tracy. <laughs> I for sure do it with my Google Docs and my emails and my podcast recording schedule. A system is there to make it easy for you to regularly repeat the tasks or even one of the tasks that's going to help you move in the direction of this goal that you have an idea about. So I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you as my coach Tracy asks me, what is it you want to do? What? What would make it easy to move in the direction of your goal? 
You don't need another goal that makes you feel like you're not measuring up. Goals are just the target you're aiming at. But it's your system that's going to help you make progress on your goal or your vegan journey. Let me say that again. Goals are target-based. Systems are skill-based. Your systems allow you to build transferable skills that will pay you forward in the future. Now, if you were practicing archery or darts and your goal is a bullseye on the target, you wouldn't expect to do it consistently, first time, of course. You would put into place some sort of system of practice. And on your vegan journey, those systems might be skills like cooking one plant-based meal or using one new ingredient that you're not used to, like tofu or quinoa. Or if you don't eat that many veggies and fruits, it might be adding in plants and filling up on them first. Maybe you'll start by looking at the ingredients in your current favorite uh, granola bar or chips or in the cosmetics that you buy. Or maybe you could start by asking the waiter at this one restaurant you always go to, what would be a vegan option? The end result, your after, when you've reached your goal, we have no idea what that actually will look like, right? In fact, I wonder if there is even any such thing as before and after. Forget about what you see on social media or Instagram before and afters. Really, it's just now and now and now. And it's how we get more skilled and comfortable and excited about now. That is what creates change. Even if we never reach that exact target bullseye that we imagined, even if we never create the exact goal we envisioned, we can still be so proud on a day-to-day, week-to-week process of achieving skills and strengths and creating experiences that never would have happened without that vision of the goal. Goals can for sure be a dopamine hit. They can be exciting, but it is our systems that create lifelong change. If year after year your goal is to write uh, plant-based recipes for the cookbook you dream of publishing, but you only manage to do one the first month of the year, and then you fail for the other 11 months, then you're just left chasing the same outcome because you never changed the system. The goal is fine. The goal's great, creating a plant-based cookbook. But in order to achieve better results, you first have to address and fix the system that's creating a result of not writing the book. Every single client I work with, every single vegan I know, has had to address their own systems. And sometimes we need to create systems that address a feeling of real overwhelm about what to eat. Sometimes that's really the problem for people. Sometimes it's feeling that we need more support from the people we live with or we socialize with. Uh, Sometimes certain people have health and medical issues that need to be addressed. I know at least one ultra-athlete who requires just a whole bunch of calories. And how is she supposed to do that? These are all strategies and systems that need to be fine-tuned. Or maybe we live in a culture or a zip code where plant-based foods are just in limited availability. 
Sometimes we have work and financial challenges or loved ones who are currently requiring an awful lot of us, and our bandwidth is just not there for a huge overhaul of our day-to-day choices. When we are honest with ourselves about all these details, that's when we can actually fine-tune the system. There is no reason to be mad at whatever reality we've got. This fall, this fall for back-to-school season, I decided we're going to concentrate on some of the systems we can try out or put into place when we've been struggling, starting, and restarting, or re-energizing our vegan or plant-based practice. You know, this is a great time for me to do this while I'm putting into place the systems that I want in my podcast and in my coaching to reach more listeners and to help more clients veg their best. So you're going to hear a lot more from me on this. But my veg your bestie, wherever you are thinking today that your systems could use a reboot or a tweak or a swift kick in the asparagus, don't be hard on yourself, please. Please just be curious. What is something small you can do consistently? Small and consistent. I know your brain just started to argue that that's not going to be enough. And maybe, maybe it's not enough to reach the goal, but I bet it will get you more results. And you're going to learn so much if you can implement that small thing consistently. And before you go Googling or go to bookshop.org to look for a program or a video or anything else, I'm challenging you not to look outside yourself. Keep, keep focused on what you know already you could do. Something you can do today and almost every day that would get you a better result. I would love, 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 love to hear that from you. So please email me, message me on Instagram or LinkedIn or wherever is easiest for you. And you can also leave a voice message for the podcast. All those links are in the show notes. You know, systems build on systems. And if you would like to talk about where to start with creating a system that can move you towards your goal, I would love that. It's one of the best parts of my week, talking to new people and coaching them for free on a discovery call about what's in the way of their vegan goals. And it's always a system. There's no obligation ever. It's just curiosity. So are you ready? Are you ready for fall? Are you ready to get your systems tuned up for September? I'll be talking a lot more about what I accomplished with Tracy Hoth from the Organized Coach podcast. And you might be like, what? Michelle, your Google Docs are a mess. Your bookmark bar is cluttered. You have 1,200 unfiled, unsorted emails. What a loser. (laughs) Okay. All right. I am vegan, though. (laughs) Okay, we have lots more to share next time on the systems that have worked for me, especially this past year, and the ones that I want to create, and how that work has helped me help you and my clients even more. Okay, kids? Okay? Do it. Do it. What's one thing, one thing you can do this week? Let me know. And until next week, veg your best veg your best podcast production music and editing by charlie weinshank thanks charlie before you go it would mean so much to me and the veg your best team if you would hit subscribe leave us a five-star review or share with someone you think might be interested something about algorithms it helps 
bump us up a little in the rankings. And that's the best way to help others find the podcast and for us to find our audience. So until next week, make it easy and veg your best. <laughs>